Welcome to the T-Voxel Bomb Show. My name is Timbo Slice, and you're watching my episode of the program. This is episode 78. If it was Reverse Monday, it's actually episode 87. It is not Reverse Monday where everything's mixed up and backward like somebody who don't know how to read or spell. Like somebody who don't know how to read or spell, which pick one or the other. Pick one. You could be bad at reading, but don't be also bad at spelling. If you're bad at those two things, you might be a dumbass. But hey, some people are just dumbasses all around, and they got nothing good at them. They got nothing good at about them. Nothing about them is good. Nothing about them is smy. Smarmy. That's how I feel when I say the word smart. Smart. I don't like that word. I don't like the word schmat, because just saying it sound, makes you look and sound schmarmy. Almost the same thing. Schmarmy and smart are pretty much the same thing for the same word. The same word for the same... Almost the same word. That smart guy, what are you, a smart, smart ass? Smarmy people are smart. Anyway, I don't like dumb people, but I don't like saying the word smart either. How about we just say, stick in between, we just say, hey, how about we just not talk about intelligence because it's racist to talk about intelligence. It makes you look racist against handicapped people, man. I, I watched a YouTube video of somebody who said they had an IQ of 70, and they were very articulate in the video, and they were like, well, I have these limitations. It's hard for me to do simple jobs, like I got a fast food job, and I couldn't even learn how to work the damn a fry machine the machine that makes fries because i have an iq of 70 so that was tough for me it's like if you really had an iq of 70 you wouldn't be able to even articulate that you're bad at stuff you would just be like what are they i don't remember i guess i got fired from some job i used to have i don't know why i was pretty good at it i thought that's what a 70 iq person is actually like if you're a 70 IQ and you know it and you know your limitations, that that's take that, that takes a genius. That means you probably aren't a 70 IQ. Yeah, I got fired because it was it took extra articulation. It just took extra brain. It just was too much for me to learn how to work the frying machine. It took me more time than the average person, according to this this data, the average person with an intelligence quotient of 100 would learn how to work the fry machine in about two hours. For me, it took four weeks and I didn't learn how. So actually it didn't take, it took an unlimited amount of time because I can't forget, because I have an IQ of 70. But So for me, it's impossible to learn simple tasks. It's just more difficult for me to do simple tasks. Like that's not a low, that's not an IQ of 70. If you actually had an IQ of 70, you'd be like, what the hell is wrong with this damn thing? It's not working. I'm, I tried kicking it, and I, I tried kicking the damn thing. It's broken. It's broken. It's not because I'm dumb. Who are you calling dumb? Who the hell you think you is? Why'd you fire me for not? It's the damn fry machine's fault. It's broken. It's not my fault. How the hell do I get home? How do I get out of here? That's how a real IQ of 70 person talks. They don't go, 
well, it, it's more difficult me to conduct myself in high intense social situations. No, they a real IQ seventy person doesn't acknowledge that. They just plow through whatever situation they're in, and the consequences just happen to them without them evaluating them. They just plow through any situation. Hey, are you in line? I don't care. I didn't see you in line. I didn't see that there was a line. I'm budging my. I don't give a crap. I don't know. IQ is seventy is pretty low, but the average is one hundred, I believe. So that means the average person is a hundred. Hundred sounds okay. Hundred sounds pretty good. You know, three numbers. It's at least a hundred, so you're not like a complete idiot. You don't feel like an idiot. But that's also only the average. So the average person, in my opinion, is pretty smart if it's a hundred, because that means anything above that, you're like smart, very smart, like one ten. Even a one ten IQ person is above average, and that's not that doesn't sound that great on paper. We have IQ one hundred and ten. Like nobody gets impressed by that, but if you say that's oh, that's above average, they go, "Yeah, but look at the average American; they're stupid." It's like, "Yeah, but you're not accounting." For... Actually, they're not, because if a hundred's the average, I'm pr- I'm pretty happy with that, because a hundred is not that bad, considering seventy could still articulate how dumb they are. You know, like seven. If IQ people just magically. It's like that meme, that bell curve meme, where they show the drooling dumb guy on the left and the average guy in the middle with the stupid haircut, and then the guy on the far, on the right, who's a genius, who looks like a wizard, and they both have something in common. The guy on the, the super smart guy and the super dumb guy are both the same. They both choose the same thing. So for some reason, if you're handicapped, if you're so dumb that you're like handicapped, you appear super like uh, special, like gifted in some ways. Like you appear a lot smarter than the average person, because the average person just is like okay, because they're dumb by comparison compared to a seventy IQ. A seventy IQ just they know that they're dumb, so they get smarter by virtue of knowing that they're so dumb that they just grow this a way that this it's weird. I just feel like most retarded people are smarter than average people because they're retarded. So that gives them the ability to, to, it forces them to learn how to adapt. So that gives them the skills to appear like they're not retarded. And I'm using that term medically, like in the correct way, that's not diminishing and I'm doing, I'm not diminishing them. I'm saying that they're smart. I'm saying that retarded people tend to be actually like smarter than the average person because the average person could just coast through life without sculpting their brain at all. They got, they just have what they have and they don't give a crap about adapting because they're average. They're boring average people. But there's average people who obviously adapt and become what appear to be like genius people, like entrepreneur. A lot of entrepreneur 
are just average intelligent people. They're not like geniuses. They just have this work ethic and grit and fortitude. And that's not really an IQ thing. It's just like, it's a, I want to do this. And I don't give a crap about my limitations thing. And then they become rich. So everybody assumes that they're brilliant. Like Mark Cuban. I don't know. Is he brilliant that he just happened to sell before the dot-com bubble burst? I don't know. He's probably above average. But who cares? But he's not like a genius. Is he? Uh, Kevin from Shark. Kevin O'Leary. He's not a genius, I don't think. But he's very opinionated. And uh, the crypto thing whatever he makes some good points he knows about wealth being wealthy is easy if you have a long timeline and a good temperament if you have a long timeline and some capital to play with or to let's talk i guess we're doing the finance update if you're if you're mentally retarded uh not physically retarded but mentally retarded you can be a millionaire you could make good money if you're mentally retarded if you're physically retarded you're screwed unless you're like stephen hawking and you have a thing that turns your thoughts into output i feel bad for people that have that disease like als like i like comic that that had it i feel bad because like he was dying but he still got treated as if he was just like a dude at a comedy club but he was dying well, who, who cares i just felt bad when i asked him something when i had awkward interactions with him because he can't he couldn't really talk but i was asking him a question and he couldn't i couldn't get the answer from him fast enough so it was like i'll figure it out <laughs> that's probably a very that's probably like why it's like not a fun thing to be the, on the receiving end of. It's like somebody asks you a question. It's like it takes all it takes all this effort to answer it, and they don't you don't even get the answer in time. So they get they just leave, and then you feel like they're an asshole for being impatient. But you don't want to be ignored either, right? You don't want to just be ignored. I was treating him like a normal person by asking him a question. Anyway, so that, so ALS. If I get ALS. I wouldn't even last a, a week. The second it starts affecting my ability to to walk, I'm I'm dead. If I can't walk, how do people get through life without the ability to walk anywhere? Those people are heroes too. Like those people are like I I put them in the same group as mentally retarded. We all do, but the reason why is because we look at them as special, even if they're not dumb, they're still in the same category as dumb people, as mentally, not dumb, as mentally retarded, because they're special, they have special needs, and we look at them as like heroes for still participating in life, despite their lacks, their uh, whatever you want to call it, their disabilities. All disabled people, we kind of put in the same group, even if they're Stephen Hawking level intelligence because they need help. Because like we wouldn't want to be them. It's kind of a weird way to look at things or a group of people. It's like they're a minority. You know, I guess any 
minority is a minority for a reason. It's because we don't want to be them. So we don't make more of that. They stay minorities because nobody wants to be in that minority. Otherwise, they'd be the majority. We'd be like, oh, I want to be a disabled Let's make more disabled people and everybody will be disabled. But that's a topic for a different time. I think I think collectively we are kind of becoming more disabled, you know. But they say the opposite is true. They say actually we're becoming smarter as a species. You know, the average person is a lot smarter than somebody 50 years ago. But I don't quite believe that. Certainly not when it comes to reasoning abilities. Maybe when it comes to just uh, in any way. I can't think of in any way how people now are smarter than people in the past, but, you know, so that's a, I, ju I just need to see the data on that because people now are smooth-brained. Like, they don't get shook. If people, but people back in the day, I guess they followed religion more, and that that's dumb. Somebody calls himself Jesus, and you just go, oh, I believe you, that, I believe that you're Jesus then. Oh, you say you're Jesus Christ and your mom was a virgin when she had you, but yet still, like, where did the semen come? I mean, <laughs> where did the sperm come from? Like, the, if we had medicine back then, if we had microscopes back then and understood what pregnancy was, obviously you can't do that today. So I guess we're smarter, but only because we're standing on the the shoulders of giants. You know, because like these days, a Jesus couldn't just come out of nowhere and be like, yeah, my mom, she didn't get pregnant by a man. She got pregnant by the hand of God, the invisible hand of God inseminated her. It's like, well, because if you break it down, this isn't really, she really, she had to have gotten a, some kind of sperm cell. Like, where did the DNA come from? Like, it couldn't just be implanted magically into the cell, into the egg. And if it was, that's just too magic. That's like magic, too magical, you know? So anyway, we're, you know, religious people were, I guess, dumb. But there's people like that today that are still very cult. -like. They just follow like David Koresh or Trump. Like, there's a lot of Trumpians who just follow... They're in a cult. And they don't know that they're in a cult. They're dumb. They just follow this guy who doesn't have no... Gives no crap about him. Some billionaire guy. Criminal. And they go, well, he's our guy. And they will fight tooth and nail for this random... Blonde-haired guy. And they're in a cult. So they're dumb. Um... But at least it's a cool cult. Like, at least it's a fun cult because they have boats and they know how to party, you know? They 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 live in the small towns in America where nobody knows, nobody gives a crap about small towns in America. So if you pretend to, even if you just pretend to, to vouch, to be on their side, like, screw all these big cities with all these, you know, looters... And people just pretending to be cultural. No, the, the small towns, they have their own culture that nobody likes because it's, you know, just white people. So if you vouch for them, if you stand on there, 
people they will love you because nobody does because they're, they're unspoken for yet there's a lot of them i guess because if you add up all these small towns and farms across america that adds up to like a couple million people so that's why country music is so uh play people love country like that's why there's still such a thing as country music is pretty popular because of bumfuck america so that's why it's the same as trump trump is the country singer of politics and uh, he's also not a politician so that's why people like that guy but and i'm not a trump supporter i'm gonna you know anymore i used to be uh i don't support him anymore you know because he's a bad person he's done bad things he's a criminal but i mean i'm still gonna vote for him if that's all that maybe we'll see i'm still gonna vote for him and i still obviously uh what was i gonna say? i don't know i just don't support him there's a difference between voting for the guy and liking him and supporting him i still like him kind of don't support him and will vote for him if it's if biden stops securing the border but that brings me to the next topic is that biden is deploying you know he support he's he's defending the border by putting up the wall so thankfully he's doing a good job now that he's doing what what trump was going to do and secure the border and put kids in the cages and separate them from their family it's like well maybe biden actually is secretly a good president after all we just don't know he's trying to cancel student debt which i don't know if i support because if you're dumb enough to have taken out a loan for a college degree not realizing that it's just going to an institution that pumps out these degrees that don't get you anything and you don't even want to do the job let's say you do that let's say you get a 70k loan for a college degree that you aren't going to use you realize that the job market is more uh competitive or something do i have sympathy for that no because you chose to do that say well you should have should have looked at the job markets before getting a seventy thousand dollar loan maybe like mostly like i mean Unless you really, if you really want the job and you're willing to be whatever job requires a degree, I can't think of it. Doctor, lawyer, teacher, and a few others require a degree. All the other ones are trades. You know, all the other ones you just learn on your own. And it's not about the knowledge, it's about like how good you are at it. Is you could be like a music engineer, producer, or audio engineer, and you could go to college for that, but you can also just learn that by doing it. And you got to be open to learning whatever degrees. Yeah, you know, I, I, you know, the economy. Uh, let's stay on one topic at a time here, man. I'm just thinking about all these diff- all these things are coming up as I'm talking about them, like college degree, like as you like learning by experience versus learning at an institution, you know, like because you could be really good at a craft and totally learn it by apprentice. It's you have to just 
be willing to do the damn work in the first place, then if you're good at it, to you know, like plumbers make bank, garbage men. That's a craft. Uh, destroying garbage is a craft. Picking it up and deciding what to do with it, that takes high-level intelligence. And it's just a hard job. You know, so I respect garbage people, and that is a craft and a uh, trade. It's a trade. Like, sometimes you got to hire a garbage guy, and you look up who the best one is on uh, Yelp. You know, you sort by highest reviews, obviously, and everybody wants them. They got no availability. It's like, I can't pick up your trash, man. I'm ready to pick it up rich people's trash. And they, you know, it's like trying to find a good doctor. All the good doctors are already just seeing celebrities. So it's like, dude, I ain't got, you know, you want an appointment? Okay. If one of my celebrity patients drops out in the next seven years, maybe you'll get one in uh, six I'm booked seven years ahead of me. See that? See, doctors. Doctors, regardless of if they need a degree or not, they probably do because there's a boilerplate level of knowledge that you probably want them to have, and it shows that they're able to at least get through medical school. But aside from that, I don't think that's all it takes to be a good doctor to just go to medical school and get good grades. Now, you got to also have this ability to keep learning and adapt it's tough to be a good doctor because also you gotta how much energy do you want to put into each patient it's like yeah i yeah i'm a good doctor but i don't got time for everybody that just happens to come to me so okay you're my patient but i have a lot of them so it's like you gotta decide how many patients can i look after that's part of being a good doctor because if you just take anybody it's like, yeah, okay. Five minutes. I got five minutes. If I if I can't f- solve your problem in five minutes, sorry. So that's the same thing as being a therapist. A good, a good therapist probably shouldn't have like six hundred patients at the at the same time because they wouldn't remember. But who cares about? I mean, that's a real job. That's like a job that pays big bucks because it's a. Uh, it's hard. I guess, I'm, I guess ther- therapist is not as not nearly as is hard. But it is but like if they're a good one, that's more subjective. It's more all a good therapist is is somebody that's good at validating somebody's narcissism. Because if you're good at that, they'll keep going. If you validate, if you make them feel good about themselves and boost their ego, they'll keep going. That's all. It's, that's an easy job. If you have empathy, or at least if you have pseudo empathy, if you have the ability to understand, like you could be a sociopath. I'm not saying empathy in that you have to be a good person. You have to at least understand other people's emotions. You know, if you understand other people's emotions, you'd be a great therapist because you'll just tell them that they're they're correct to have them at any given time. You you won't make them feel like judged for having these whatever emotions so that's all being a good therapist just like okay yeah you were right to be uh angry you were correct that this person's a douchebag who didn't you know give you props for whatever that didn't suck your dick you're correct you know it's all it takes to be like fuck that guy that person didn't want to date you you know that person like you know 
broke up with you. Fuck that guy. That's all it takes to be a good, like, fuck that, fuck that guy and fuck all men. You can say whatever you think will help. And that's all being a good therapist is. But being a good doctor, a little different, more difficult. Being a good lawyer. Now that is a difficult job because there's actually something that determines very plainly if you're good at it. If you get somebody off murder, you're good at it. If you got somebody charged with murder or whatever the hell, you, the phraseology, if you get somebody uh, sentenced for death who didn't do anything wrong, that's probably a bad lawyer. Anyway, yeah, lawyers actually get shit done, and that's they, that's why they charge a shitload of money. You could pay a lawyer like $100,000 just to have them look up if something's legal or not. It's like, is this legal? What's the correct way to do this? That could cost like a million dollars just to know if you're doing something properly. So anyway, that was, that was a, let's get into something that actually matters. Okay, finance. We kind of touched on it. Death but. Nothing is there. So I've been staying in a lot. This is a blog portion of the video where I talk about my life. My life is very eventful. I do a lot. I have a busy schedule. That's why I haven't been able to do this in the past month. Is because I don't. I don't. Um, it's not because I am going out. There's not. There's nothing really to go out for, but that's worth the risk of injury. Because the thing about. Uh, Outside, that's where bad stuff happens. Nothing bad has ever happened to anybody at home. I can't think of it, you know. So going out, the thing that worries me is like, okay, I'm going out for what? What's the reward of, of driving on a highway? You know, it's got to be at least like a four to five figure reward. I got to be paid a lot of money or gratitude or narcissist, uh passion like it's got to be someone like sucking my dick figuratively or literally to get out of my house and risk physical injury or death by a crazed post-vax mental retard and by that i mean somebody who is now mentally retarded who started off average and now floated downstream to where they're even worse, they're like dumber than average, and they're not special, they're just dumb. They haven't adapted, they're too old to adapt. See, people that are born mentally retarded have time in their youth, in, they're, they're young, and they have the ability to adapt. If you're 50, God forbid, and you take some vax, that makes you lose your cognitive function or whatever the hell happened to you to make you lose your cock. You get some virus that does it. And I, yeah, if and you just get these uh, urges to kill people randomly. I don't want to be around those people because they haven't adapted. They're, they're screwed. They're like that forever now. They're like zombies. They're, uh, they're dangerous people. So I don't go out because I'm worried about people, like somebody like shooting me out of road rage. And that happens sometimes. People just get shot just for, like, not driving fast enough, you know? So it's like, yeah, I could do that. I could go out and risk that for a, for not getting it. Like, so, yeah, there's nothing going on. There's nothing going on. out. I just think it's ridiculous that 
you could get killed just for trying to go from point A to point, just for from trying to go somewhere. That's what you're paying the price of death for. It's like, well, I wanted to go somewhere. So I got killed because I did it in a way that caused somebody to murder me. It caused somebody to commit murder because I was trying to go somewhere. That was the crime I commit. So it just seems kind of like a little bit uneven. Uh, seems a little bit out of proportion for me to just be like, okay, roll the dice. So you want to go somewhere, whether it be the grocery store, or, uh, some social event or something, your job. And what do you get? For, well, you're rolling the dice. You might get killed, by the way, just to go to your job. So I don't think that, I think that's like a bug in society that we got to kind of sort out. If it's possible to get murdered, even if it's like a one in a million chance, which it's it's way less than it's way better than that to get killed in Texas. It's way more than a one in one million chance. It's probably like a one in ten thousand chance to get murdered just by get, going somewhere. So I don't do that. It's a bug. We gotta fix that. You know they're building bigger highways, which makes people uh, more aggressive. If there's more freedom of which lane to choose, that actually makes people more violent on the highway. It actually does the opposite of what you would think. You would think freedom would tame people, would like make people less crazy. In mer- it's the opposite. Freedom actually makes people more violent. So we need to live in a constrained society where it's like either my way or the highway. Either you take this tiny little cramped tube, like subways, if your only option is a subway, you're going to behave on that. You're going to shoot people on the subways. Occasionally, you get a weirdo on there. But the open highways, that's lawless. It's completely a lawless part of society. So we got to fix that. I think it's stupid. And also, you don't got to go anywhere. There's people that are more desperate than you in pretty much any situation. If you need to get, get nobody needs to go to the, the grocery store anymore because you can just get people that are in a tougher financial that are willing to take their risk for you. So if they will die to get my groceries, I commend them and like I'll tip them a lot. You know, I'll tip them extra if they happen to die before the food gets to me because afterwards, I don't know. The, the app doesn't tell me what happens after. But if it's on the way to me and then another guy replaces it, I would still be mad, to be honest, because I wouldn't have gotten my food. And, you know, like if the app gives me an, a notification saying that the person uh, died on the way, I would be like, okay, so when's my food coming? Are you going to send a guy to pick it up off the ground, you know, and salvage it? Or will I get a reorder, like, instantly, obviously, you know, for free? So, like, can you instantly send me a new order so I could just get out of my way and get it in maybe another two hours? But, so, yeah, that would be inconvenient. But I would be like, okay, they died. They probably messed up. See, there's very little sympathy in this world 
because I don't know the person. It's just some rando. If, if they get killed on the highway, I would be like, well, I don't know what happened. I don't know the situation. Did they get murdered or did they get themselves killed by driving stupidly or texting and driving? So I don't know. So I would, I don't know. That's why uh, it's, it's, it's a lose-lose, basically, to be a food runner. And if that's your job, people look down at you and say, that's what you, you're a delivery driver? It's like, nope, I am more than a delivery driver. I actually shop for the person, too. I actually have to pick out the each item. I have to go through the store for somebody else. I have to, it has nothing to do with what I want. Usually when you go to a store, you're the one choosing what to get off the shelf. No, these people, they go to a store for somebody else. For, they have this shopping list that is for a completely different... They would be like, what the hell is this? Like, that's probably the worst part of it is you go to a store. It's like, oh, maybe I'll get... Nope, you're at... This is your job. Your job is to get stuff that you would never buy. And you don't even get anything out of it except for like two bucks or you know a few dollars <laughs> per trip, and hope that they tip maybe. Then you gotta go to their house and hope that they don't have some murderous dog. You're gonna get murdered eventually, but like whether it's by a guy on the street, maybe a guy in the store, or the person themselves that you're getting the food for might have a dog that they think is not a dangerous dog because the dog was socialized with their scent. See, people are really dumb. They think that, oh, well, the dog likes me, so that means it likes everybody. Forget the fact that it's an animal that was literally bred to kill people besides the one that they were grown up with. Forget that because I don't because I'm too stupid to even have it go across my mind. Why would I remember something that's not in there to begin with? It's a dog. It loves me because it recognizes my scent, which is baked into its DNA. It's baked into its subconscious. You know, dogs have subconsciouses. It's baked into the dog's psychology to think that I'm its mom. So it's not gonna kill me no matter what, unless it got spooked or something. Because it had, you know, they do that even. They get spooked all the time by a weird noise. And then they chew, they bite They bite the owner and they go, oh, it's the owner. Sorry, it's too late now because you already got like a, you got like a really bad, you know, deep gash in your arm. But, uh, but anyway, so you might get killed by the person that, you know, that you're delivering the stupid food for that you would, that you judge already. You already hate the person. Because they're buying all this crap that you don't even think is good. Like, who the hell eats this? Who eats that flavor of potato chips, man? It's like, got the worst flavor of potato chips. Like, who the hell? I didn't even know these things existed. Who the hell buys this flavor of popcorn? So you deliver all this junk that you they, and you hate the person, and then they have this horrible dog. Anyway, so it's a horrible job, and you get judged for it. Like I'm doing right now. I'm I'm saying that sucks. Like I look, I don't look down on you. I have empathy. I like I feel bad for you, but 
you can't offer anything more to society other than to go to a store for somebody else who's at home jerking off. That's what you have to contribute to society. From That's your value. And you're only doing it for money. Obviously. Because if you had another way to make money, nobody would do this job. Some jobs nobody would do if they didn't pay. Not a single soul would be an Instacart shopper if it didn't pay. Instacart is a soulless company because nobody is proud to be an Instacarter because nobody would do it for free. And that's no job. That's not a. That's a job. It's not a career. It's not like a thing to be passionate about. You know, man. How could you be passionate? I'm sure, if you are passionate about being a personal shopper whatever the hell they call themselves, good on you, because I couldn't do it. I would be like, who the hell buys this flavor of nacho sauce? Olive-flavored nacho? has olives in the nacho sauce already just in there. It's disgusting. And I got to buy it and pretend that it's something I would buy? What if the cashier thinks it's me buying it? That's humiliating. And then I got to tell them, this is not for me. It's This is my job to deliver food to other people. It's like, well, that's even worse than if it was yours. Why don't you just not say anything? Because I'm judging you even worse now. You're guilty by association, man. Just the fact that it's your job to cater to slobs who eat olive flavor not that makes me already kind of look down on you so you could have just said it was for you you could have just smiled and said this i can't wait to get home and eat a whole bucket full of olive flavored nacho sauce and add olives as well because i like the texture of olives as well so i want the the cheese to have olive flavor baked into it. And I also want olives because I have this disgusting sense of taste and humor. And uh, I feel bad for those people because they don't have anything else to offer to society. And that's uh, they like, because some people are average intelligent. They just, they don't have like the mindset or the creative. They're not entrepreneurs, forget about that, but they're not even craftspeople. They don't even offer a trade. They don't sit in a workshop and pump out, you know, something practical that people need to purchase in the open market like this iPad stand. Somebody worked hard to craft this iPad stand in a factory with very dangerous machinery. And they, they made it and they competed on the open market and succeeded in in making a perch in a sale and hopefully made a profit. That's entrepreneurism and a craftsman as well. I don't know, but if, if somebody just sells plumbing services or whatever the hell. I can't think of a craft welder, welder or line person. Somebody goes on power lines and tries not to get killed doing that. See that at least has merit and uh, respect because it's dangerous. You could get murdered and 
struck by lightning. You could get murdered by, a, by you know, natural cause, by God, acts of God, natural causes too, I guess. You could have a heart attack while up there. That's terrifying, you know. Can you imagine being an epileptic linesman, a guy that goes on the power lines and has epilepsy? Like, oh, fuck, I'm having a seizure. And then falls and you're hanging by a wire, literally dangling there by your safety harness. Like, fuck, where am I? And you wake up and say, oh, shit, I'm outside. I'm hanging from a power line. This is my job? This is pretty cool. And then you have kids and your kids look up to you. Literally, they see you hanging there. Well, he's still, he's up. That's my dad. I'm proud of him. Because that's a real craftsman right there. He learned to trade. Yeah, that's him dangling there because he had a. I have an epileptic lightning guy. He got struck by lightning and then he got a seizure just by the, the surge. It's a. That's like a hero, you know, a dude up there, a epileptic, epileptic, a guy with epilepsy climbing on these high beams, hoping that he's latched on correctly. Otherwise, he falls to his death, because he doesn't let. The storm in his brain prevent himself from saving people from the storms in the clouds. The, sto- the thunderstorms in the clouds. He saves, pe- he saves people from losing power during those kinds of storms. Meanwhile, he's got his own electrical storm in his brain. And he, he lost consciousness while trying to fix the damn transformer up there. And he falls, and he he wakes up, and he goes, and he waves to his kids, man, because his kids just happen to be in the same part of town that he's working in, for some reason, you know. It's during a storm. It's like completely black, like raining, hailing, and he he wakes up, and he sees his kids down there, and his kids smile and wave at him, and they tell their other stupid friend. That's my that's my dad. He's waking up from a seizure during a storm. He's our hero. What does your dad do? Oh, he's an Uber driver. Whoopee! What? Oh, so he doesn't even leave the ground. So he just drives on the ground. Whoopee! And then what? People get mad at him and rate him. You can't review a line man. Because the line man don't play by those rules. They're off the grid. They're off the damn grid, man. Can't review. Can't be like that line man. I'm going to give him a bad review. One star review. I'm going to report him to DoorDash. That line man, he's hanging there because he had a seizure. He's just literally just swinging back and forth with the wind. He looks dead. He's twitching a little bit. I don't know if he got electrocuted. He pro- That's what I would think. I'm going to give him a one-star review. You can't do that because he's a hero to society. He's giving you the ability to live on the grid while he lives off the grid in the sky. Despite his mental illness of epilepsy, which is a mental illness because it makes you think all sorts of random crap when you're having a seizure. That's mental. So anyway, then the Uber driver gets one-star reviews for simply not 
having sex with the passenger in their car, you know? The pass they call them packs. Oh the packs, man. Fuck these packs. P A X. They came in That's what they call them. They gotta call them something and they're passengers, so they shorten it to packs. You do them I don't know. Linemen, they don't have to talk about the clients. The stupid passengers. Linemen are real men. Remove the line part, and that's what they really are. If you see a line man, you can just be like, oh, I know what that means. It's a man. Because the line part, you can just take out. Be like, oh, that's a man, man, man. So, but because a line man, you don't, you don't, they don't complain about like, oh, these stupid passengers, man. These stupid power users, man. They keep using the power, man. I hate how they never tip me, man. They never tip me when I'm hanging there from the wires, man. When I connect these wires super well and I weld something to get, they never give me a tip. Yeah, because they're they're too busy sucking your dick for being a hero. Line men, if you fix somebody's power, you, you never get a thank you. Nobody ever goes, oh man, I'm gonna tip my line man who it's anonymous it's completely anonymous but the next time you see a line man fixing a transformer that just exploded ask them if they would like to have their dick sucked and if so find somebody to suck their dick unless you want to do it yourself because i'm just saying it's a real it's like a job that goes it doesn't matter if it's underappreciated though because they uh I don't know. I guess we should appreciate them. It's like firefighters. I don't know, man. Because firefighters, you can't review either. You can review cops. You, whatever. Cops, totally different story. You can't review individual cops, man. That's a totally different subject for another episode. The police brutality. The police cabal of like, oh, you, you know. You can't police the police, man. So they're not as heroic as linemen, man. Because if a cop has a seizure, they're just going to be bad at their job see you can't be good at your job if you have epilepsy and you're a cop you'll be chasing somebody on the highway doing a hundred miles an hour all of a sudden you have a seizure are you kidding me you're gonna the cops the guy's gonna get away or steal your car you know so that's bad to have epilepsy for every job, but you know, but the cop we gotta respect the boys in blue to you know I don't want to act like this is a totally like I'm not a bootlicker, like I am a deep bootlicker, but uh, so I don't want to go without with that being left unsaid. Like I am, of course, a bootlicker um, because I think they're hot. I just think men in uniform and women, some of the, I just think they're a tr- it's hot. You know, that's it. It's not like I, I support everything about them i just think it's just like kind of like a thing i I find attractive so technically yes i'm a bootlicker in the sense that i do that i literally like to lick boots because it's like turns me out it's kind of like a foot fetish thing similar thing it's not because i look up to them as like an authority like i bow to the authority that's part of it though it's hot that's part of it it's part of the fetish of like women or men in uniforms because they have this authoritative look about them but then you sexualize them 
And that's why it's hot. That's why I'm a bootlicker. But it's kind of different from the way that other people use the term. They call people a boot. A lot of people hate the police. I don't know if you know that, but a lot of people want to live in a better society where police either don't exist or they're better at their job and less violent and brutal. Just better. So if you support the police, they'll call you a bootlicker and that's it. That's all they'll do. They'll be, you're a bootlicker. I don't, you're one of them. Like, well, no, because I couldn't be a cop. But I just realized that they have a hard job. And so I like, I respect the part of the job that's very difficult. The fact that they want to do a horrible job. A job that, no, see, that's even worse than being a DoorDash driver. So like, if that makes, so yeah, that's all, the, that's what they say. If you say anything supportive of, of police, it's like, well, that's a tough job. I would never want to be a cop. They have a hard job, but we should probably not all label them as evil people, you know, on an individual. Well, you're a boat, you're a bootlicker. You're a bootlicker. Okay, well, that's why you're a DoorDasher. I'd rather be a bootlicker than a Door. See, even, see, DoorDashing, that's a slur. Calling, like, the, the company itself is named a slur for something you wouldn't want to be called. Well, look at this fucking door dashers mucking up the neighborhood. What are you, fuck, what are you, is this a door dasher driving by? Get out of that fucking neighborhood, you fucking door dasher. Door dasher is like a slur that's like more offensive than bootlicker. Bootlicker is like, okay, sounds kind of cool. The act of licking a boot is worse than dooring a dash than dashing to somebody's door. You're dashing... Oh, I gotta get to somebody's door. I gotta get to a stranger. You're dashing to strangers' doors all the time? Door dasher, forget the literal translation. We already talked about what it is in nitty-gritty detail. Door dasher means you have no life. You have no contribution. You have no value to society. So all you do is pick up other people's trash future trash that they're gonna use to uh turn into waste it's people's future waste all you're doing is picking it up from one place to the other that's a door dasher garbage men are at least have the pride to do it after it's already turned into waste and everybody i mean they're totally different totally different things Garbage people have, like, a sense of pride. They're removing the scourge of society. They're removing a negative. They're not just delivering something that's going to turn into a negative, man. It's future waste. That's all groceries are. It's all fast food is. It's waste that hasn't been processed into waste. Garbage men do the opposite. They take the waste and they turn it into good. They deposit it deep into the ground's earth where we never see it again because there's no such thing as geography. There's no such thing as uh, geological events. There's no such thing as plate tectonics or earthquakes or erosion. Everything stays... Once something's underground deep enough, it 
and it's come you know has like concrete around nobody ever really has to deal with it ever again so it's really they're doing a good job some of it ends up in the ocean that's because people don't know how to use it uh dispose of it properly it's not the garb garbage men are the heroes of the environment door dashers are just throwing shit around but never mind that. It's not what they're actually... It's just the fact that that's all you... That's it? You're just a door dad? And you, you're calling me a bootlicker? Just because I have some respect towards a job that actually has a semblance of dignity to it? And it, it does... It's more... It's a necessity? That's what you're calling me. You have your opinion that I need to... That I... You think I care what you call me when you're literally... Not even as a joke. Like, this is not even me just insulting you. You're literally a door dasher. Like, that's not even, like, an insult. I'm just saying it. I'm calling it as it is, plain and clear. You would put this on your W-2 or your tax form. I'm a door dasher. Like, this is not even, like, a n- insult for me to just point out the fact that it is indeed all you are you're nothing but a door dasher you can't do anything else you don't have any other hobbies door dashers are just door dashers they don't have any other hobbies because they can't afford to have hobbies <laughs> they're making four bucks an hour they barely make bank to cover their gas bill you could barely get around town they could barely afford to even do the job of door dashing because their car breaks down. Also, they have no social lives, too, because they can't afford that because those are the hot times to do door dash. Anytime it's a good time to do socializing is the best time to be a door dash. Oh, Saturday night, I'm busy. This is when a door dash does well. This is when people with actual social lives order food on door dash. Can't party with you. Oh, 6 p.m.? Uh, the only time I can be free as a door dasher is uh, 4 in the morning. But even then, there's a lot of stone stoners. No holiday. All holidays are off. Like, I can't do any holiday. Yeah, door dashers have no lives. And so they're only door dashers. So that's what they are. So, like... Do I need to hear their opinions on how I feel about... Do I care about their opinions? Yes, as much as I care about the opinion of a squirrel. Or of a turtle. Or of a even bigger animal like a tarantula or a rhinoceros. I don't care about the opinions of, a rhino, of any of those animals. Of a whale. I don't care what a whale has to say about me. In my opinions, oh, they don't like my opinions, so they call me a bootlicker. Well, that just makes them a bigot. And I don't care if you're an octopus. I don't care if you're a shell-based animal, like a shellfish, or like a, I already said, tarantula. That's how I think of door dashers and their opinions. Like, I value their opinions as much as I value the opinion of an inanimate object. They just happen to have the ability to talk. The only difference is that they have the ability to talk. Door dashers are basically like a, like a, 
I have more respect for the food that they deliver than the DoorDashers. Is this a non-universal opinion? We all obviously don't give a crap about who, who the person that's delivering. I don't care if they die on the way to my house. As long as I get the food, then that's it. If I don't, like, it's about the food. The thing bringing the food to me could be a grizzly bear. For all I give a crap. It could be a robot. The only thing that separates food from DoorDashers is DoorDashers are inedible and they have opinions that I don't need to hear. They're work. They're everything that food isn't. Food doesn't have opinions. They're not bigots that call me bootlicker. You know? And they also are eat they taste food tastes good. So DoorDashers, the only thing they're good for is having legs and arms. And you know, the ability to follow instructions. So that's not even a brain. You could have a ganglia. You don't even need a brain. You could be a robot if then if light turns green, it means go. If this address goes into my phone, I turn right here, pick up the name, and they have to read the name on the bag. Okay, it says, it says his name. That's the name that it says on the app. They have to have basic if-then logic in their brain. You know, like basically the equivalent of basic, the programming language from the 70s they have to have the equivalent of a very very primitive programming language the basically the same intelligence level as a butterfly and they and arms and legs they can't do it if they're physically retarded and you know that's why physically retarded people are better than door dashes because at least they will never stoop to that level of being a door <laughs> you imagine getting a door dash driver who has a wheelchair like you he gets out of his car with like a crane and wheels. That's my impression of a wheelchair. And then he drops the food off, doesn't ring the doorbell off, you know, does the correct delivery. And you see, you open up, you see some, you see some, you hear the sound of a squeakly wheelchair, you know, facing the opposite direction. And then, you just see this van, this huge van open like a futuristic spaceship, and then a crane comes out. And that's the sound of the door closing for some reason. It goes, eh! and then he turns on the, and then he just drives off. Maybe it's a self-drive. That would be a... Um, that would be a TikTok video with like a million thousand views. Because you'd be like, why the hell does he need to, why the hell, you might as well just have a, the car might as well just deliver the food. Why have the guy get out in a wheelchair if he's in a very futuristic crane car, a car equipped with a crane? Why not just have it do that with the food? So that'd be cool. That would be cool. You know, a guy in a wheelchair doing DoorDash and he's faster than people who have legs. What about like a double amputee? 
or quadruple amputee. What about somebody who's fully amputeed? Like a full amputee. Like he's as amputeed as you could get. Everything's been amputated. You're like, what do you call those people? You call them like uh, stumps or something? You call them, what do you call those people? Not half men. You call them like stumpy stumpers. But anyway, but those, what if those guys, what if those, and they're just using their, just their chin. They're just like clenching their chin to their neck to get, you know, to hold the food. And they're just hopping over from whatever contraption of a vehicle they came from where you don't even need limbs to drive it or get into it. And you just, you just see them hopping over with you. See, those door dashers, I would never call door dashers. I would call them door heroes. Because that's not a bad, because that's like impressive. And that's like, you are like, I, I support that. That's like the equivalent of being a 70 level IQ person who's adapting to his disabilities, man. So those people I would clap for and give a thousand percent tip until the gimmick gets old, of course. I would do it like the first time and then it would drop to two twenty percent and then I would do fifteen. But the first time I would see somebody like a a full amputee, a potato. I think they're just called potatoes. Uh, hopping over, I would be like, damn, you're not a door dasher. You're a, sorry, I was waiting for the alarm to stop and I realized I can't think of a smarter word for door. You're a gate hero. I don't know. Like you're a estate manager you're somebody who manages a manner of a state like a you know a very stately person i'm trying to think of like a very aristocratic you're an aristocrat so anyway but if you're just an average person with full working limbs and you're a door dasher i i mean i don't feel, i mean you, you, you do you i don't judge you by default, I'm saying I, I'm talking about the ones that voice their opinions on uh, Reddit that go, you're a bootlicker. You're a bootlicker for liking people that have a harder job than, than me, that have a real job. I don't care about your opinion, man. You're a door dasher. <laughs> that's, laugh. that's even worse. You're literally a door. See, that's all you have to say next time someone calls you a bootlicker. It's like, well, you're a door. Even if they're not, they probably are. Because anybody who actually does something in society that actually matters, they kind of want the cops to exist. So they would never be the person to use the term bootlicker. Usually a door dasher or worse. And I don't know what's worse than a door dasher. Maybe somebody just lives with their parents. I don't know how you could have an opinion that is less relevant than a door dasher, but I guess that would be it. Somebody just lives with their parents. <laughs> Whoo, man! So anyway, I think that was enough to talk about. I wouldn't really need to talk about myself at the, on this on this pod. It's boring, and uh, I'm a door. I, I have the life. I'm a door dasher. Let's just break. Let's just come clean. That's why I don't really have. I have not enough to talk about in my own respect. 
And it's so that's why I talked about other DoorDashers that are have worse opinion that are just like bigots and anyway. So that was it. Death by road rage. Hope it doesn't happen to me or you if you're watching this on the road. Bring a gun in case somebody not to use it on people, but if somebody shoots you, at least you'll have something to shoot back. Never be the first one to shoot. Like Han Solo. Never pull a Han Solo. If we can learn anything from that movie, it's to never be like Han's. Never pull a Han Solo. But anyway, it's nice to have something to shoot back with if you're already getting killed. If you're already in the process of being murdered, it's like, okay, at least I shot back. So anyway, that was the episode. Thanks for watching episode 87 of the Tim Fox. I'm sure I have a good rest of the week. Peace, love, and that's it.